Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. This is Hour One, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, including Fritzy. This Thursday, a lot of things to talk about, and there is a football game tonight. Last week, I gave a homework assignment to Seton. I said, you got to watch the entire Patriots-Steelers game. Well, surprise, surprise, the Patriots ended up winning that game. It was entertaining. Somebody has to take the assignment tonight. It's a homework assignment. Marvin. Who is going to watch the Chargers at the Raiders? Easton Stick, Aiden O'Connell, you can expect some fireworks there. Now, it might turn out to be a close game. Doesn't mean it'll be a good game. I got the Chargers getting three over under, not exactly a shootout, <laughs> 34 and a half. Feels like a 20 to 14, maybe Chargers driving late, trying to get a touchdown to win the game. And then they fall short with an interception. Yes, Todd. Must win for Antonio Pierce to have a shot at the uh, job full-time next year after that 3 nothing Vikings game. Well, we haven't heard much about that. Because when he won those first couple of games, we're like, all right, all right, Raider mentality. He grew up a Raider fan, and then we haven't heard much. And it's a 3 nothing final against Minnesota last week. So that's kind of cooled off here. Brandon Staley. He's trying to hold on to his job without his star quarterback there. But uh, Easton Stick, if you're a North Dakota State fan, you're all in on this. Paulie, this feels like this is your game to watch because you love Easton Stick. Yeah, it sounds like you're assigning it. So I'll do I do four quarters? Oh, no, I am assigning it. Okay, I'll take it. Four. I liked Easton Stick, one double A. Yeah. Yeah. All four quarters, though, right? Yes, all four quarters. All right, I'm in. Yes. And, uh, you know, write a paper. And then oh. be ready to go tomorrow. Full breakdown of the game. And I want you to write down some comments that Al Michaels has uh, to say because I always feel bad for Al, sort of bad for Al on Thursday night because there are times when Al, I think, is honest with the audience. Maybe a little too honest. I don't know if he's like, uh, Herbie, my man, 
I can't. This is, uh, we're in for a ride tonight. Herbie, my boy. <laughs> Does anyone want to win tonight? Yeah. Okay. So Al has become uh, as interesting as the game itself sometimes, where you're just listening and then you're kind of reading between the lines there. But uh, Al Bino and uh, Herbie on the game. Can we bring your dog into the booth for a little while just to kind of take things off the game? Thank you, Tom. Welcome. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Yesterday I had a flannel shirt on that you can order. Today I got another flannel shirt that you can order as well. danpatrick.com. Got some tailgate moonshine there. Still some great gifts in time for the holiday season. All right, coming up, Nick Wright, our good buddy from Fox Sports. We'll uh, talk to him. We'll check in with the Patriots, with Bill Belichick. And it's kind of all quiet on the New England front. It was a, felt like there was a little bit of a groundswell, and then all of a sudden it's like uh, nobody's talking about this. Bill's not talking about this. Other reporters haven't been talking about this. The person who broke the story is not talking about this. I'm like, hmm, maybe everybody's on lockdown here. Yes, Eaton? It's always so interesting to me when there's certain stories and you can't tell the origin of it because everybody's taking credit for breaking it. As we told you, this is what's happening. As I, and then there are other stories where it's like, no, he said it. This is very much one of those, no, 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 he said it stories. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when your mom comes in and there's four of you, four brothers, and then she's like, all right, who did it? And then say, he did it. He did it. No, no, he did it. That's the feeling you get with the Patriots is not exactly uh, taking victory laps here. As Tom Curran has reported. (laughs) Yeah, this is where the other reporters are crediting Tom Curran. Usually it'll be like, uh, uh, according to NBC Sports Boston. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. Now it's uh, Tom Curran. Tom Curran, who's covered the team for quite some time. Tom Curran has said. This program brought to you by Discover. They want everybody to feel special. That's why Discover has a card that uh, gives you access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Thank you, our streaming partner, radio affiliate, uh, Fox Sports Radio, also iHeartRadio as well. So, Football game coming up tonight, Chargers at the Raiders. Wild scene last night, Pacers and Bucks. Now, we were looking forward to the rematch because Pacers knocked out the Bucks in the in-season tournament, and that's when you had Tyrese Halliburton doing a little Dame time, and we thought, oh, is Dame going to go off for 50? No, but Giannis is going off for 64, and he wanted his basketball. Here is uh, Giannis, and uh, the reporter has the question. And then Giannis's answer of, he wanted the basketball, the Pacers took the basketball, a staffer took it, and Giannis was trying to go into the locker room to get his game ball. You thought they had the game ball, that's why you ran after them in the tournament? I knew they had the game ball. I don't I didn't think I have, they had the game ball. I knew they had the ball. First of all, you cannot... I, I don't know how it works, but um, I assume... Like, I cannot just... Walking in any arena that I play and just take the ball. Like, Dame was fifth of all time. I scored 60. And then they, like, the ball that they gave us, I offered it to Dame. Like, I scored 60. He scored multiple times 60. He scored 70. And, the, you know, uh, he should have the ball. Okay. Here's the Pacers head coach, Rick Carlisle. What happened at the after the game? was unfortunate 
There's a misunderstanding about the game ball. It was Oscar Shibwe's first NBA, official NBA point, so we always get the game ball. We were not thinking about Giannis's franchise record, so we grabbed the ball, and a couple of minutes later, several of their players ended up in our hallway. I don't think any punches were landed, but my general manager got elbowed in the ribs by one of their players. Unfortunate situation. We don't need the, the official game ball. There's two game balls there. You know, we could have taken the other one. Um, but it didn't need to escalate to that. I didn't know there were two game balls. I didn't know that you give a rookie the game ball after he scores his first point. Like baseball, you get your first hit, but there's 40 baseballs, 50 baseballs in the you know the uh, duration of a, a baseball game. There's one basketball that's there, and now you have two game balls. And then Giannis wants the game ball. He's still not even sure if he got the actual game ball there. Um, and I, I was not aware that this is what the Pacers do. I, I've never heard of somebody say, hey, I scored my first points. You know, can I take the ball and, uh, you know, let's take it out of action here. Giannis doesn't realize it. Did he overreact? Yes. Yes, he did. It was embarrassing. I understand that it's already chippy. It got chippy. And, you know, the Pacers think that, hey, you know, let's go after the Bucks. You know, we're on equal footing with them. And then all of a sudden, Giannis goes for 64 and then wants the basketball and then thinks that, you know, the Pacers are being petty, chippy, and they take the ball away from him. You could have had a staffer go in there. And, and maybe he tried that, but you're running down the hallway? I mean, come on. Really? Running down the hallway to get the basketball? Just have somebody go over there. Maybe an assistant coach. Maybe a head coach goes to Rick Carlisle. Maybe you do something like that. But you don't want your star player running down you know, the hallway trying to go into the locker room to get the basketball. It was entertaining, though. I mean, put up 64 as well. But even in the beginning, Tyrese Halliburton dunks, and then he's walking back. He doesn't say anything to Giannis, and then Giannis bumps him. So it was going to be something last night. But he wanted to, he wanted to make sure he stepped on the gas, and he did last night in putting up 64. But I don't know how often you get the basketball. And I know this is a team record. Look, would I want the basketball? Sure. But I had never heard of, hey, the rookie scored his first points. Did, did Victor Wambayama get a basketball when he scored his first points? I don't know. Never heard of him. And if the Pacers have a nice tradition, great. Oscar Chiwe gets his basketball and he scored his first point. Okay. It just happened to coincide with, you know, Giannis going for 64. But I'd never heard of that. Yeah, Paul. Also, it was a free throw, Shiwei's first point. It wasn't his first basket. If I'm honest, I, I slice that one up and go, didn't even score on it. Well, does he get one for his first basket? Yeah, is that separate? Yeah, I'm going to guess. You have two basketballs I, up there. What's that for? Well, my first free throw, and that's my first basket. I agree, though. I agree with you on this one. Like, I don't like Giannis's actions, but I agree with his little bit of anger. A little bit of anger, because like, he was thinking in a moment that some pacer, staffer, or player just took the ball and took off with it. He's like, oh, that's, that's my ball. But then, what are you going to do when you go into the locker room? Like you, you can't do that. You're Giannis. You're better than that. <laughs> it's a, 
Okay. His brother's running. Yeah, I know. I know. This is full court press off the court. Yes, Eden. To me, scoring your first points is way more worth the, getting the game ball than putting up 60. Mm, let's uh, maybe, maybe ask that in the poll question. Maybe poll question. First points or a, uh, somebody scores a team record points. How, how many times are you going to how many times are you going to score your first point in the league? It might be like the best thing that this kid ever does to me. That's way worth it. Giannis's actions for me had a lot of do you know who I amism. <laughs> Giannis probably has 400 game balls already. Maybe not quite that many, yeah. but I'm sure he's got an entire room dedicated to all of his greatness. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I might be going out on a limb. It's a little. It reeks a little bit of buying into your own importance. Yes, Paul. The I team may have to look into this. I've got Oscar Sheway's uh, game log. He was the big guy at Kentucky for a couple of years. I remember him. So a couple of days ago, uh, he played in his first NBA game, a loss to the Lakers. And it says here he's one for two from the free throw line. It says here he scored a point. I'm going to check this, but this is ESPN.com's game log of the player. This yeah. is shocking. This is. No. <laughs> but if Oscar Shiway scored a free throw against the Lakers, then his free throw against the Bucks was not his first career point. Yeah. Checking. And then they might have been taking that basketball despite Giannis. Yes, Marvin. But wait, it was in the in-season tournament, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, does that so count? That, it's that, even bigger. So that may not count. No, those games are simultaneous, simultaneously in the in-season and the season records. Yeah. So do both of those balls go to Springfield? <laughs> she always got two balls. We can confirm. Okay, but I, I'm just curious. Did, we don't know that. Does Victor Wambayama have the basketball from his first two points? He doesn't play for the Pacers. <laughs> does Buddy heal? Well, he didn't start his career there. Reggie Miller, does he have... Well, Rick Carlisle was, you know, not the uh, not the coach then. So he changed the culture. I don't know. It'd be I... wild if Rick Carlisle got up there and just straight up lied. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what we're saying. Well, but these he, aren't he his got, first points. He got up there and 100% lied. It was just like, oh, yeah, the game ball thing, we always do that. Just so he could be like, yeah, we were trying <laughs> to steal his game ball. That would be wild. That would be a massive reputation hit if he was lying okay. about something so When petty. do the Bucks play the Pacers again because it'll be in Indiana? Right. Yes, Marvin. New Year's Day. Are you sure? Yep. Oh, okay. And then they played him again January 3rd. Oh. So it's like a home and away. Well, a home and home. Back to back. Okay. Yeah. Yes, Todd. When Rick Carlisle referred to the miscommunication, should he have taken the high road at the end of that soundbite we played and said, you know what? If it means that much to him, I understand the importance of it. You know, there's two game balls. We'll give our guy the, you know, the other ball, and we'll make sure we get it right and get to Or is it because of the behavior well, that's of the what Bucks? He, that's what he game? said. He's going to give him the right ball? Well, that's who not knows what, I took what the right ball is? Well, Giannis swears that that's not the right ball. It didn't oh, feel like God. the ball. And maybe it's because of the post-game behavior that's now the Pacers are like, you know what? Screw them. We're not going to give them the game ball because of the way they act. Yes, Seaton. Yeah, I was going to say, that's exactly what Rick Carlisle said. We don't care that much about it. There's two game balls. We could split them. Yeah. It's like verbatim what he said. Yeah. Like, who cares? Like, here, you want it? And Rick saying that, uh, you know, he didn't realize that. You know, the Bucks didn't realize that the Pacers give their rookie the game ball. I've never heard of that. We should text like a current... Like a like Richard Jefferson or someone we know who's recently in the NBA and say, is that a thing? Ask ask JJ Redick. See if that's what did he does he have the basketball from his first points? Yes, he it's possible that in that game on uh December 9th against the Lakers, 
when Oscar Shibwe scored his first point. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Davis happened to put up 37, and he got the game ball because he just needed another one. So. Uh, Overs- total oversight. Okay. I just, no, I love, I'm getting that one because uh, I just had another I had great game, so I want this one. So. Yeah. By the way, AD had a really nice night against Victor Wambayama, but so did Victor Wambayama. There was one moment where AD breaks him down off the dribble, goes in and dunks on him. And people are like, whoa! You know, Wimbayama is still figuring it out, and he is for, you know, the next couple of years. But when he does, look out below. But, you know, the, pay, the, the Spurs are bad. I mean, not as bad as the Pistons, but the Spurs are really bad. 18 straight losses for uh, the Pistons? Or 18 straight losses for the Spurs? For the Spurs. The Spurs have the, the second longest losing streak in the NBA right now. <laughs> the Pistons are on top at 21. Unbelievable. And I thought, okay, you got a young team. You got a really good coach in Monty Williams. They're paying him a lot of money. And it's like, okay, here, let's start to see the Pistons. No. Yes, Mark. What's the attitude walking into, like, practice? Like, oh, all right, guys, let's. Um, Come let's, on now. Yeah. Let's get excited. Or like pregame. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, we're playing the Bucks. Just... Hey, let's try not to lose by double digits. Who's with me? Ready? Break. When a team is that bad. Do moral victories count? Like, you know, we played them really hard in the first half, guys. I'm thinking if you're giving a pep talk that, like, hey, I, I like our hustle. <laughs> I, I always remember, you know, coach would say, hey, I like our hustle. Uh, you know, we'll get them next time. Like our hustle. You know, don't lose that spirit. That was sort of what you got because then, you you know, you end up losing by double double digits. But I like that spirit. Never, hey, you never quit. I'm like, okay, good. All right. Yeah, more. That's like when somebody who was growing up poor and they say, man, we didn't have a lot of money, but we were rich in love. That means we were really poor. (laughs) All right. We'll talk to Nick Wright. He'll join us uh, coming up. Draymond Green suspended indefinitely. This is the NBA's version of the commissioner's exempt list in the NFL. But, um, you know, I think everybody's sort of looking at everybody else and blaming everybody else. The Golden State Warriors are to blame. Draymond Green may not be able to control himself, but Golden State should have been able to control Draymond a little bit more than they have. And the fact that you knock out a teammate and you don't get suspended, and instead you get a four-year, $100 million contract, I mean, it's like somebody coming in, you've allowed your kid to eat candy all the time, and then somebody comes in and says, you're not going to eat candy anymore. It's like, "Uh, mom and dad said it's okay, you know, babysitter. That's what's happened. They've they've enabled Draymond Green because at the end of the season, he's usually there and they're playing in big games. Well, good luck the next four years because this is not going to be pretty at Golden State. All right, we'll take a break. Just getting started. Phone calls always welcome. 877-3DP-SHOW. Operator Tyler is standing by, and we'll uh, settle in on that poll question as well. We're back after this. Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Polly and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. 
Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Before we get to Nick Wright, we do have a scoring update on Oscar <laughs> Shwewe because <laughs> he scored a point last night and the Pacers wanted to give him the game ball because those were the first points that he's ever scored in the NBA. And then we realized that he did score a free throw against the Lakers in the in-season tournament. Paulie, what is the scoring update with Oscar Shwewe? According to the rules, the official NBA rules of the in-season tournament, the players' stats do not count towards their season stats. So officially, Oscar (laughs) Shwewe's one point against the Lakers on Saturday night does not count for him. However, what would you consider your first pro point? First point as a pro. The basket against the Lakers. What would you and the Lakers? Yeah, because he was beginning paid. Because he, he can the- say my first point. Oh, it came against LeBron and the Lakers. But your preseason stats, while you're also being paid, still wouldn't count. No, those technically would be your first paid buckets. Yes, but they don't count for your stats. Much like the in-season tournament? Is that what we're landing on <laughs> But the on games here? the games count in the in-season tournament. I feel, Oscar Shibway, it's just, 
It's his first point. It means something. It's some You're never going to get your first points again. <laughs> he's averaging, he's been two games a day, and he's averaging one point per game. Just one update. You okay. Know. All right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Stat of the day. Uh, Nick Wright, host of First Things First on Fox Sports 1, and the podcast, What's Right with Nick Wright, on iTunes and YouTube. Do you remember players getting a basketball after they've scored their first point? Never heard of it. I haven't either. Never heard of it. I mean, either. I mean, maybe we. What do you do for teams that have multiple rookies in game one? Cut it in half, like like you know. I I was going to say like Samson, but that's his hair. Who's the king? The king that had to cut the baby in half? I don't remember. Uh, I don't know what you do. So yeah, I've never heard of it. Also, the in season tournament final. Because the in-season tournament does count for your stats, but the final itself oddly does not because it's an 83rd game, which is probably something they need to adjust. But those, from a holistic perspective, are your first points. The whole thing seems nonsense. Also, I, you, my biggest takeaway from it, Giannis is on edge. Like, I know that they're 17-7. and seven. I understand he just obviously had an unbelievable game. I I guess I had two takeaways. One is, this is actually a sign of success from the in-season tournament because the Pacers and Bucks have, like, real friction now. You know what I mean? They played in a meaningful game, Indiana won, and so now that is like a budding potential rivalry, so I like that part of it. I don't think that happens without the in-season tournament. Obviously, LeBron doesn't get to his fifth ring, just one shy of Michael (laughs) now with the in-season tournament. But uh, also, Giannis, I think... I think the Bucs thought this was going to be more seamless. And I have real concerns about Milwaukee's ability to guard anybody. Obviously, Giannis is great, and Dame is very, very good still. I don't know if he's great still, but I think that was more of the canary in the coal mine of all this, that Giannis is maybe more uneasy than we, we've seen him at this point in the season before. Yeah, I was really surprised that, you could have done it in with a little bit more decorum of, hey, I would like to have that basketball. He's not aware that the Pacers have a tradition, I'm guessing. But, I mean, he's chasing somebody down as if somebody has, you know, punched him. They're just going after a basketball. And yeah, Draymond wasn't even at the game, no, so that's no. not going to happen. Have you checked in with your dear friend Reggie Miller about is this actually a Pacers tradition? You guys are talking about calling J.J. Redick. J.J., you call J.J. Redick, he's just going to talk about how all sports television shows suck <laughs> and how we just need to dissect what Horn's action is. Instead, you should call Reggie and ask him. Well, it's early. It's early on the West oh, okay. Coast for Reggie before I ask yeah, him that. So. But this might be a tradition with Rick Carlisle's Pacers. That would well, be. then we need to call, call Dirk. It's late in Germany. <laughs> See if he had the tradition going on in Dallas. I don't know. Call somebody that would know. Uh, it feels like the Draymond Green suspended indefinitely is like the commissioner's exempt list in the NFL. So it felt like a cop-out to me. I want to see how many games it is. Because I would have liked how many games it ends up being. I would have liked it. It felt like once again, and now this I'm going to sound like an old man, where Adam Silver is taking too soft of a touch. Like he's going through some things. He needs some help. All of that might be true. He also three times his last 26 games has executed various UFC moves on players on the court and four times in the last 15 months. I, Dan, you know how like when they show you 
hey, here are the, the in the last two years, the 40-point triple-doubles in the NBA, and it's all just Luka and Jokic's names on an eight-man eight list. If we were to be like, hey, in the last two years, here are the four most violent acts in the NBA, just four Draymond things. And the uh, he, even if he's going through things, even if he needs help, I personally would have liked it to say he is suspended for at least X, pardon me, X amount of games, and the suspension will be indefinite post that until he carries out these benchmarks. Because I I don't say this euphemistically, he is by the literal definition out of control. And one other thing, his post-game explanation does not jive with the punishment. The or the whatever we want to call it. The post-game explanation was, I did not mean to do that. That is not if that is if if we are going to take you at your word, which is very, very hard to do, then the help he needs is either acting classes or some calisthenics exercises to be more limber, not what they are referring to. So I the whole thing stinks to me. And yeah, I feel badly for Steph, but I blame the war the Warriors, Dan really prioritized ring night the way I guess the Pacers prioritize first basket basketballs and they never punished him for the Jordan Poole thing which derailed not only that season we that thing's got a long tail yeah. it might have derailed Draymond it might have ruined Jordan Poole's career I I don't know like it whole thing stinks yeah I I think it's the blame starts with the Golden State Warriors they have been enablers and to the highest degree, the fact that you knock out Jordan Poole, you don't get suspended. You get awarded a four-year, $100 million contract. Draymond knows whatever I do during the regular season, okay, but you know I'll be there in the postseason. Well, that's not the case anymore. In the next four years, you have him and that personality before he takes over for Charles Barkley on TNT. But So a couple things. One, So let's talk about the second thing you said first. It, am I am I just too you know reactionary right now to say these things are greatly hurting his ability to do exactly that take over for Charles Barkley on TNT like that Draymond by the time we get there will the contemporary NBA fan when they hear Draymond Green will they think man one of the greatest defensive players ever. Uh, the second or third most important cog in a true dynasty, or will they think lunatic? And so I, the the to me that is that is more in flux than previously. Maybe. And to your yeah. point, yeah. to to your point that you know, but I'll be there for the playoffs. I I'm good in the playoffs. Not if you cost your team making the playoffs. Like, the Warriors are in real trouble now. Oh, no, I'm talking they, about previous years. Yes. Now it's caught up to them because he's. this is his personality. And now all of a sudden, you know, they're not going to be there in May and June. Also, I, I would be remiss to not – I'll just be totally honest. I don't have this full thought completed, and that's, you know, risky to ever just go ahead and live with it. But Jordan Poole's – 80 pounds lighter than him, much smaller. And then the three guys in the last year he's attacked are European players. He, he doesn't, he, and I'm not, listen, I'm not saying there is anything intrinsic about European players, but I do think that 
that would be an odd statistical coincidence given the percentage of players that are European versus otherwise. I just don't, ever since he slapped LeBron in the groin area, I haven't seen him do any of that. He shoved Donovan Mitchell from behind. Like, where's the Draymond Green, you know, squaring up with Paul George? Where's the Draymond Green? He kicks Steven Adams, who's a big, strong guy, but he kicked him in the groin. Where are the instances? Draymond just strikes me as, you know, at least potentially fraudulently tough. Obviously tough defender, great player, and all those things. But the extracurricular stuff, None of it has seemed like a fair fight. And even if you take the European stuff outside of it, you have Sabonis laying on the ground. Yeah. You have Gobert not looking at him. And you have Nurkic having no idea this is coming. None whatsoever. None of it is, you know, kind of a fair fight, so to speak. Yeah, he's cowardly tough. Cowardly tough. Yeah. Yes. That's how I feel. Uh, we're talking to Nick Wright, host of First Things First on Fox Sports 1 and host of What's Right with Nick Wright on iTunes and YouTube. Let's recap your weekend with the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. What do you mean? What do you, how, how do you, I, how how you I feel? dealt with it? Yeah, you, re- oh, okay. you recap. You recap. How, oh, how you, you recap. You, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, you recap. I misunderstood. Yeah, you um, recap your weekend with your Chiefs. So I do not believe in blaming the officials, uh, and I will not in this case. I understand the anger towards them, though, from Mahomes and Andy. And everyone, in my opinion, including, you know, recently, I think the commissioner is missing the anger. The anger is not Kadarius Tony was not lined up offsides. The anger was, as credit to Dan Orlovsky, as he pointed out, he was lined up offside six times in that exact spot throughout the game. The next night on Monday Night Football, Jalen Waddell a couple times was lined up offsides. We we saw this. There is a reason that Andy had coached 25,172 plays prior to that one. It had never been called because either the refs don't care about it or when they first see it, they do give you a warning and you then adjust. And I folks rolled their eyes at that. And the analogous NFL situation that I would use is, we watch every week football, the play clock, get to zero. You could take a screenshot, it's at zero, the ball is not snapped, but everyone understands for some weird reason, you actually get like zero minus 0.7 seconds. Like you get an extra beat to snap it. If you have been operating like the, that the entire game, and then a team with a minute left, the moment it goes zero, you throw the flag, and you're like, hey, Rules are rules. I would understand the frustration. And lastly, because there is, I think, a bit of misinformation out there, because the NBC broadcast after the game, they were like, yeah, it was called once two years ago, twice last year, but it's been called 11 times this year. It's a point of emphasis this year. That's wildly misleading, because I looked it up. Prior to this week's football, it had been called 11 times. Eight of them were on offensive linemen in those tush-push situations where lining up a little offsides is a massive advantage, and that is a different, unique circumstance. It had been called three times on wide receivers all year. So I get the frustration, and I also, I'm old enough to remember Tom Brady streaking after officials into the tunnel on Monday Night Football. Like, competitive guys can get fired up and upset, so I... I'm not mad at Mahomes about it. And I think I think I'm the last one left that the Chiefs will be fine. But I 
it was a tough circumstance paired with the previous week when everyone agreed it was pass interference and the Chiefs took the high road to a man on it. Yeah, I give Mahomes a hall pass. Not that he needs one from me, but, you know, in the moment, this play is erased. He's not quite sure why it's erased. Uh, you know, he's angry. There's passion. Um, I'm not sure why they didn't call it the other times. Um, uh, the fact that you don't look over and you check with the official just so he can give you acknowledgement, uh, which he didn't do. It's a mistake. Do. Yes. It's a total mistake, and the Chiefs have to own it. And it is a symptom of the overall bigger thing that has plagued them all year, which is wide receiver lack of attention to detail. You know what I mean? So that's why, and I should say this just to be fair, I think they the defense had been playing great after the first couple of drives. I think they would have stopped the Bills. But that would it wasn't four seconds left in the game. It was a minute 15. They would have been up four. So the Bills could have driven down the field and still won the game. So there are other factors there. And yes, the Chiefs need to be sharper about it. But this whole, the the immediacy of, oh my God, it was an obvious call. You have to make that call. That's nonsense. That's still, I think, folks upset about how the Super Bowl ended who think the Chiefs owe the league multiple calls throughout the course of the season. Maybe. I understand the Chiefs with the in interference uh, at Lambeau. But, you know, there are a couple other things. Imagine if Kelsey throws that ball or it gets knocked down. What would we be talking about in that moment? Because you're in field goal range right there. So he'd yeah. be throwing that ball and almost got knocked down. The other part of it that's more alarming for me is if you watch Tony... First of all, you don't need to be all the way up on the line of scrimmage. You're not going to the end zone. He only went 10 yards and did it down and out. And then he's open, and Mahomes doesn't throw, and he gestures back like, and then his head goes down, and then he stops, and then Travis has this unbelievable play. He's wide open, then he goes into the end zone. The body language with Tony was more disturbing, and, and he has not played well. And there's a reason why the Giants gave up on him. So that would be a, a bigger issue with that. If you look at him and the body language on that play, he would get credit for being a heads-up play, but really it wasn't. You don't think he knew Travis was going to do that and was playing possum? No. Like, oh, I'm going to get him. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, they're not going to pay attention to me right now if I look like I'm angry at Mahomes. 5D chess. Um, no, I totally agree with you. Yeah. I mean, the and listen – I, I will say this. I I am shocked at the amount of revisionist history that's going on with the Tyree Kill trade right now. They won the Super Bowl. They were the highest scoring team. They had the league MVP. They scored 38 in the Super Bowl. And it allowed them to build out this defense. I would do that trade again. But I would also be lying if I didn't say I watched Monday Night Football and watched DeAndre Hopkins be the best player on the field at various points yeah. and say that would have been nice. Yeah. Like the, you know what I mean? And he was available, was not so crazy expensive. They could have made that work. They chose to want to prioritize the development of Tony Sky Moore and the kid who I think is excellent, Rasheed Rice, the kid they drafted this year. They wanted them to get the snaps. They wanted them to get the reps. So they didn't go prioritize an aging wide receiver, that does appear to be a mistake. There's no way around it. It's great to talk to you. I miss you. I, I thought so. you were mad at me or something. You guys, you know, you yeah. guys haven't had me on in quite some time. I don't know what's going on. Um, busy. I, but no, you're, you're usually busy. 
Like we, we no, tr- I, you know, we try sometimes, and you got a podcast, and then you got other things going on, and, we and I always want to be respectful. I, I find a way to do it, okay. and it's less about our professional relationship than our personal relationship. Which the last time uh, I text you, I was talking about taking you to dinner, and you just responded with a thumbs up emoji, but no date, no time, no confirmation. So you know, it's still just floating out there in the ether. At some point, I yeah, assume. but you have to take more of an initiative, not just dinner. You have to say, uh, dinner at this restaurant, how does this sound? Like, if you're going to date somebody, what are you, what are you, you wouldn't girlfriend? go. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you wouldn't go, no. dinner? You yeah, would say. Yeah, because I'm not trying to sleep with you, Dan. I'm trying to talk sports and have a bottle of wine with you. I, I don't think I need to woo you, but maybe I've misplaced the relationship. Eh, nothing wrong with being wooed. Just saying. Okay, goodbye. All right, I'll talk see you, buddy. To you later. Yeah, that's Nick Wright. Host of First Things First on Fox Sports 1 and his podcast, What's Right, with Nick Wright on iTunes and YouTube. Okay, take a break. Got our play of the day coming up. Phone calls coming up. Update our poll question here. Back after this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. 
Oh my god. The play. The play is going to play. Of the day. Better looks like I got it. We're going to play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. War gets the ball taken away by Beasley. Feeds it ahead. Giannis. Here comes the exclamation. Flushes it through. How about a clean 64 for the Greek Freak? The Freakish Flyer takes off again. That's courtesy of the Bucks Radio Network. 64. A new franchise record. Michael Red had the previous mark of 57. Play of the day brought to you by the great city of Las Vegas. It's uh, the spectacle and celebration woven into the fabric of the community. In Las Vegas, where conventional is challenged, unexpected, embraced, it's not just celebrating, it's celebrating with an edge. See and update the poll results, if you could, please. By the way, the Patriots and the Chiefs coming up this weekend. Hmm. Who should get the Ooh. game ball? Uh, Giannis's, or Giannis's, excuse me, Giannis's Bucks record. Mm-hmm. Or Shibwe's first point. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, sixty-two percent of the audience are saying Giannis should get the uh, should get the the ball. Okay. Uh, Greg and Cincy, though, I think has really solved it. Okay. Uh, have a spelling bee where they have to spell each other's name, <laughs> and the winner gets the ball. That is obviously the most fair way to settle this. Okay, fair enough. Anybody want to take a uh, a shot at Shibwe? T S H. I-E-W-E. Oh, gosh, you're so close. Was it E-I? No, you're missing one very important letter. The T-S-H. His name is Shibway. Oh. Shibway. I'm guessing I'm missing a B. T-S-H-I-E-B-W-E. Oh. Shibway. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. But I think Giannis' last name, when you pronounce it, has a B at the end in the pronunciation, but no B in the writing of it. I think there's a P at the end, mm. and I'm not 100% sure about any of this, but the pronunciation is kumbo, like a B. Antetokounmpo. Yeah, but there's a P at the end, towards the end. Antetokounmpo? Yeah. Can you do DJ Yui Ungalilele? Can anyone really? No. D-J- You did it! Oh, yeah. Not bad. It's actually D-E-E-J-E. <laughs> Uh, the Dax, uh, Dax in Charlotte. That's Dax in Charlotte. Hey, good morning, Dan. Hey, man. Uh, listening to the Nick Wright interview kind of softened my stance, but I'm kind of wondering your thoughts on if Draymond is punching himself out of the Hall of Fame or kind of just um, kind of ruining his after career, like inside the NBA on TNT um, with his recent antics. Uh, it's kind of peeling back the onion, onion on himself. Here, instead of looking back and saying what a great career he had, now it's kind of like, wait, this guy's the reason KD left. He punched his pool and is kind of tarnishing the future of the franchise. Um, and also another thing real quick, I was wondering if Paulie and uh, uh, Marvin had any update on if they watched the first episode of Squid Games or at least the first 15 minutes here. No, have you guys watched the first 15 of the original Squid Game? Yes, Paul? I, I did. I watched it uh, about a week and a half ago, probably the first half hour. I, I think I thought it was hokey. I was ready for the violence of it. I was, you guys kind of prepared me for the overwhelming violence of it and yeah. meanness of it or whatever word you use. But I found it a little hokey. Almost um, maybe that's on purpose. Hmm. But it was, it was original. Well, the red light, green light. Yes, that's what I saw. All of a sudden it grabs your attention like, ooh, they're killing people out there. Yeah, see. Yeah, I think you have to get into it a little more. Um, 
So I can see kind of what you're saying, but holy crap, gets, is that that's a hell of a show. It gets so intense. Yeah, 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 it really gets super intense. Marvin, have you seen Squid Game? As a matter of fact, I haven't. Okay. So I got to watch it uh, about this a, weekend. How about a homework assignment? Just oh, first 15 minutes. I wasn't that's big it. on homework in school. I know, <laughs> I know. 15 minutes, that's all. I'd rather do that than watch... The charges and the Raiders. Okay. okay, just fifteen minutes. That's it. All right. And then, and if you don't want to watch it, like the sixteenth minute, you don't have to. I'm good with that. We'll check in with the Patriots. Big game coming up this weekend. More phone calls as well. Hour two on this Thursday. After this, at Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way.